To be honest, I think I'm a pretty moral person, but when I look at Grace, I think I pale in comparison. <laughs> what? <laughs> and welcome back to to be honest i'm your host grace and i'm your host amy and not gonna lie we're feeling a little lazy today but we already did so many cha times so we thought we'd mix it up a little bit Mm -hmm. amy found this really cool website with all of these moral dilemmas and so we're gonna read some moral dilemma e scenarios and we're just gonna talk about what we think about them Mm Hmm. So, Grace, do you want to start us off with the first scenario? Yes, I would love to. So the first one is the unfaithful friend. And before we were recording, I was actually asking Amy about something similar. But basically, the scenario is... You go out with your husband for dinner, or significant other, for dinner at a new restaurant you have not frequented before. It's in a part of town you rarely visit. You're shocked to see your friend's spouse having dinner with a very young, attractive person. From the way they're behaving, it is obvious that they're more than friends. The couple finish their meal and leave without seeing you. They behave very affectionately on the way out the door. Do you A. Tell your friend, knowing you probably will not be believed and that it may ruin your friendship? Or B. Say nothing about seeing the couple as it is none of your business? They may even have an open relationship. And reading this, um, the first option, A, telling your friend, I feel like I can think about a few other cons that may come with that. Mm-hmm. Such as? So earlier I mentioned that Amy and I kind of talked about this question before we saw it on this website. But basically the other day I was listening to a another podcast, the Unsolicited Advice podcast, where listeners write in and talk about some difficult situations that they're having and they basically just like ask for advice. Anyways, one of the listeners who was writing in was talking about how their significant other said to them that if they cheated and it was like a one-off thing, a one-off mistake, then they would rather not know about it. And it's kind of like the ignorance is bliss idea. And the person on the podcast, the person who had written in, was kind of concerned or skeptical because she was, from where she was coming from, she was like, oh no, does that mean that he's actually cheating? Because does that mean he has the same expectations for me? So for example, if he cheated, he'll expect me to also just not want to know about it. And she was really concerned about that. And so I asked Amy about it. Amy, did you want to share your answer? I would not want to know, especially like if I do already have a family with them and breaking up with them would be a very big hassle and if like I genuinely thought that they wouldn't do it again then yeah I would rather just not know because Mm -hmm. otherwise I think I just tend to overthink it and it would always stay in the back of your mind you know Mm -hmm. yeah so I'd rather just not have that going on back there what about you I was actually really relieved when you said that because I wasn't sure if this is just me coming from being a type 9, but when I was listening to the podcast, I was like, I actually see his perspective. But, like, um, the people on the podcast were also on the listener side. They were, like, kind of concerned. They were like, I see where he might be coming from, but that's, like, definitely really, really weird. But 
Um, maybe just because I haven't been exposed to a lot of cheating scenarios. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't know that much about it. But when I first heard it, my instinct was like, I mean, yeah, that's understandable. Like, if it's like what Amy said, if it's already an established relationship and also it was just like a one-off um, a one-off thing and it won't ever happen again, which obviously you can't guarantee. But say that it was just a one-off thing, then I get that because honestly, I would probably rather just not know too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, like, that was... Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You can go. Okay. I think unless you have anything to gain from knowing it, so like in the instance that he does cheat again or mm-hmm. it it says something about his character, then I think you have a reason to know. But otherwise, if he was just, like, intoxicated, really made a bad decision, then, and then it has, like, no negative repercussions for me whatsoever, then I think there's kind of no point. Yeah, and basically because of that, and because of that whole conversation, that was basically the other con that I was thinking of, (laughs) where if I was the friend... I don't even know if I would want to know, you know, like depending on the scenario, I don't even know if I want to know. So how can I make that decision on behalf of my friend? What if I make the wrong decision? What if they would just rather not know? And then I just told them something that they didn't want to know. Or like, what if they really did want to know, but then I made the decision on behalf of them to not tell them? Well, okay. But I think this scenario is a little different because I think it's established that's not a one-off thing. So in that case, I think I would want to know if they were actually seeing each other. Yes. Which I think is a a much bigger deal than someone accidentally cheating. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. And also, um, at the end of option B, it said, like, say nothing and they might even have an open relationship. So maybe they already know. But I think there's no harm in telling them in this situation. Yeah. Because if they do have an open relationship, they would just, like, your friend would just be like, oh, that's okay. Like, we have an open relationship. And then you can just be like, oh, yeah, great. Okay. And then they know just in case. But I don't think that I would necessarily worry about not being believed. Mm-hmm. And. I would hope that that wouldn't be something that would ruin a friendship with someone. Like, I would like to think that our friendship with whatever friend this is would be stronger than that um, and that they would realize that I am just the messenger. Do not kill the messenger, please. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think, like, the way they presented this issue is it's, like, someone you're not super, super close to. Because, like, mm-hmm. obviously, if it was someone you're best friends with, you would know whether they're in an open relationship or not. So, mm-hmm. okay, if I wasn't, like, that close to the person, but they're still, like, a good friend, then, like, okay, first of all, we could eliminate the open relationship possibility by just, like, striking up a conversation with them. And then you could also get around the not being believed thing by gathering evidence. I agree with what you were saying, though, because I think that you could phrase it in a way that is not very intrusive. Mm -hmm. If you're just saying, like, hey, I know that this isn't really any of my business, but I just wanted to tell you this, and, like, whatever you do with it is your decision, and I totally understand and respect that, but I just wanted to give this information to you in case you didn't have it already. You know, the thing I would do is I think I would confront the husband about it first, and then Ooh. see his side of it, and then kind of, like, try mm-hmm. to bully him into 
regretting his actions. <laughs> but honestly, like, in this situation, it seems a bit difficult because he seems like he's pretty invested in it. But, like, maybe this is just me from my understanding of it by, like, all my books and webtoons and everything. But I I have seen situations, I've read situations where they the messenger has been shot <laughs> yes <laughs> or basically, yeah the friend like passes mm-hmm. on the message and obviously like in the situation i think that the bond between the wife and the husband would be stronger than between the two friends so like the wife mm-hmm. would want to um believe her significant other have faith in her mm-hmm. significant other rather mm-hmm. than the person yeah and then like i wouldn't want to be the reason why they have problems you know, because what if, what if he was cheating on her and everything else was still going, like, swimmingly? Like, there were no issues. They, they were, like, two great parents or whatever. Their, like, domestic life was perfect. Except the significant other just needed to get out there a little bit more. Not saying that's forgivable by any means, but, yeah. Then you'd be responsible for wrecking their lives. Yeah, I think that that actually brings up a good point, though. Um, I don't know if this is just based on my personal views of marriage, but I feel like I'd be more likely to tell them if they were dating and not yet, like, married. married. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like that just makes it so much more complicated. And then if they have kids, oh my yeah. gosh. I guess my responsibility thing is a little dramatic because it would really just be the cheating person's responsibility. It wouldn't be yours, but it would feel like it, you know? the person who mm-hmm. finally brought everything down. And I totally agree with that because I feel like I would also feel super guilty if I was the one who kind of like brought everything to light. And then even though obviously like you said you wouldn't be the cause of their relationship falling apart, but then if it wasn't for you then maybe everything would still be okay. But then would it be worse cuz then they'd just be living a lie. Dun dun dun. Yeah. Yeah. But going back to what you were saying earlier about confronting the husband first, I have to say, if you were a not very close friend of mine, I think that I would actually appreciate that if I was the person who was getting cheated on. Because even if you told me, like, what am I going to do about it? You know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Non-confrontational. Yeah, Grace. (laughs) Okay, so, like, back on the the one who's getting cheated on side... If, mm-hmm. if like, everything is going perfectly, like, everything's perfectly fine, and you have no idea about this whatsoever, and it's not affecting you at all, mm-hmm. would you want to know? But then it's, like, now that we know that it's not a one-time thing, and then he's, like, consciously mm-hmm. doing it, consciously making the decision. I feel like if it's not a one-off thing, and if, like, you know, kids aren't involved in the equation, because that just makes it really messy. No, kids are um, involved in the equation. Oh, kids are involved in the equation? Yes. I'm putting them there. Oh, oh no. Oh, that's hard. Okay, this is saying, like, you guys have no issues or, like, very little issues at home. It's because, like, usually with a a situation like this, with a Mm -hmm. cheating one, I feel like their relationship would already be kind of unsteady. But Mm -hmm. say this person's, like, I don't know, just crazy. So, like, at home, they're, like, the perfect significant other, the perfect parent figure. Yeah. Then I would probably say I don't want to know. Maybe this is just, like, the idealist coming out that's just, like, let's just pretend it's all okay. Yeah. Um, But especially if there are kids involved in the situation, I would not want to mess that up for them. Because, like, if they're... If the significant other is perfect in every other way, I don't want to, like, 
I don't want the kids to worry. I don't want to have like this strained relationship. Yeah. And I feel like that just makes it a lot more complicated. Yeah. But if we were just dating, um, then I might actually want to know. Because I feel like there are a lot of people on planet Earth. You'll probably be able to find someone just as amazing who, this is just coming from the perspective of not an open relationship, like an exclusive relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there would be someone out there who is meant to be and who loves you just as much and is able to, like, I guess, stay loyal to you, question mark? Yeah. Or, yeah, like, agree. meet the needs of whatever exclusive relationship that you want. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. What are your thoughts, Amy? I would probably say the same except i don't know (laughs) okay yeah (laughs) generally if everything was like fine without me knowing then i think i I would just want it to continue on as it is i i think that's just like us um lessening our pain (laughs) and yeah and like the kids too yeah. Yeah, but in, it's like, I think you also need to take into account what other options are out there, like what would happen mm-hmm. otherwise, because if you did um, take the option to know, then, mm-hmm. like, what could you do <laughs> in the case yeah. where you, you have kids? Like, you guys could get divorced, or you guys could, like, work through your issues, but then you'd have a strained relationship the whole time. Like, there's nothing to gain, really. Would you do the same if kids weren't involved in the situation, Amy? So, like, a very, very serious relationship, but no kids yet. I think, yeah, I would I would choose to know in that situation. Same as you, just with, like, the dating thing. So, I guess it really just comes down to, like, the, the negative repercussions of it. Because mm-hmm. in the case where you choose to know, then, um, then like, it would be bad because both of you guys would hurt and then you'd, you'd waste a lot of time maybe not waste but you'd you'd have to go back out there and find everything again you know Mm -hmm, which would be a big hassle but you you like that's a pretty viable option (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah but if you have kids then that's a whole other train wreck yeah yeah it's like a whole another kind of responsibility and and commitment Mm mm-hmm so, for the unfaithful friend part, <laughs> getting back to the friend side. <laughs> back to the scenario. Knowing what we know now. Okay, so, I guess it depends on whether they have kids or not then, right? If they have kids, don't tell them. If they don't have kids, then tell them. We agree on that? Yes. Yeah. And also, I think depending on their personality, like, if they're the kind of people who would want to know versus the more, I think, like, passive people like us who are just, like, like rather not know. Because yeah. there are definitely people on Earth who, even if they do have kids, like, they know their worth, they know what they want, and then they're like, yeah, I want to know. And mm-hmm. I feel like if you are friends with one of those people, you would probably, like, <laughs> obviously no. in life things are a lot more complicated. Um, but I think that if... If they are that kind of person, then you would kind of be able to tell, and then Mm -hmm. you can reassess based on that. I agree. That's a pretty good point. Yeah. Okay, so for our future friends, don't tell us. (laughs) If we have kids. If we (laughs) have kids, For our future friends. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's move on to the second one. Mm -hmm. All right. You and your family love the beach and decide to spend a weekend at an isolated beach cabin. Your teenage daughter often gets bored on your getaways, Mm -hmm. so you make plans to take your niece along. As soon as you arrive, 
A storm is looming on the horizon, and the water looks rough. You tell the girls they can get ready to swim, but to come back and help unload the car. They're so excited, they do not pay attention to the last part of what you say, and run down to the beach to swim. You do not realize that they've done so until you hear your daughter scream. You realize that they're both caught in a strong current and might be swept out to the sea. You're a good swimmer, and you know you can save one of them. You have a difficult choice to make. Do you? Save your niece first, as she is a poor swimmer and will not be able to last as long as your daughter. Or save your daughter first, because although she's a strong swimmer and may be able to last long enough for you to come back after saving your niece, you cannot stand the idea of losing her. So say there's like, go for your daughter, then you have a 100% (laughs) chance of rescuing your daughter. If you go for the niece first, then you have a 100% chance of rescuing Denise, but maybe like a 50% chance of rescuing the daughter. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. We all, okay, um my 2K class discussed a really similar question once. So, Grace, thoughts? Oh my gosh. Okay, standing from a logical perspective as someone who has not yet had kids. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I feel like the logical choice like percentages on alone i'm actually thinking of detroit become human now you know how when um yeah what is it hank goes over the edge and connor is chasing after the deviant it's oh, like yeah 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 chance of survival yeah. 80 something percent like obviously the ideal solution is to save both and then yeah if you can save your niece first and go back for your daughter like I would feel so bad if um, the niece, like, couldn't make it because I didn't choose to save her first. But then at the same time, mm-hmm. uh, oh my gosh, because it's like, it's your, it's your daughter. Yeah. So, like, you're saying <laughs> if we do it completely from an objective viewpoint, then you just want to maximize the amount of lives you save. So then that would be, like, the second option, right? Because you have... Well, that's the only probability for rescuing both. And then you have, like, one for sure already, right? Like you were saying, the caveat is just that it's, like, emotional damage. Yeah, it's <laughs> if, emotional damage. Yeah, if we're talking about, like, the consequences, again, or the repercussions, then if you don't save the niece, then emotional damage to, what is it, you're, like, you're siblings family but like slightly less emotional damage on your part because you still have your daughter but if you lose your daughter that's all the emotional damage on your part and like of course Denise would probably feel guilty and everything but it's mostly just emotional damage on your part so it's like if we look at pain the as a consequence how do we divide the pain or like because it's it's kind of like a selfish thing do you do you value your own happiness or your siblings yeah i don't know that's so hard you know it almost reminds me of this one episode from once upon a time mm-hmm. where um so this is based on like cinderella the cinderella story but with a twist yeah so basically cinderella and her two stepsisters are playing by this like frozen um frozen lake and then the ice cracks and they fall in and then the um dad jumps in and saves Cinderella first instead of saving his, like, stepdaughter mm-hmm. first. And then because of that, his, like, the evil stepmom is forever mad at him. Mm. And then, like, because of that, that's why she hates Cinderella. 
because oh. then her daughter went into a coma for a long time. Oh, interesting. Yes, but I mean, what would I, you expect like, him to do, though? Honestly, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. Because um, it's so tough. Because I also feel like it depends on how close you are to your niece and your, um, like your sibling slash your in-law. Yeah. Like, based on what you were saying about emotional damage. And I think that we're both pretty close with our brothers. Like, we grew up with them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I would be very attached to my niece, too. Okay, coming from this, from, like, the morality standpoint, Mm -hmm. I feel like saving the niece first, at least according to my morals, Mm -hmm. is, like... Because, okay, I, de- I think it depends on the person. Because for someone who's very family-oriented, like my mom's super family-oriented, then based on her values, she might be like, um, my daughter first all the way. Although I feel like she would also. Okay, that's a bad example. But <laughs> for someone who, like, really values their close family, I think that it makes sense that they would think that the morally right thing to do is to save their own daughter first because that's their own daughter and that's like the person that they have most responsibility for mm-hmm. because your daughter is like your daughter um but I think I'm coming from this with my morals being like trying to do something fair and I feel like morally speaking it makes more sense to save the person who can't swim very well versus just saving your daughter because you love her more. Yeah. Also, I think that in the case where you did save your daughter first and then didn't save your niece, then you would be you would think that you you would think that you're the one who killed the niece, you know? Yeah. Like you would you would take all the responsibility for that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then also I was gonna say emotional damage on the daughter. Depending on who your daughter is, like, I know that if I was in the daughter's shoes, I would feel so bad. Yeah. Because, because my mom saved me, that means that my, my cousin died. Like, my cousin couldn't be saved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'd feel like, you know, survivor's guilt. Yeah. And that would also be a lot of damage on her. Okay. So I guess we're going with the first option, right? Save the niece first, as she's a poor swimmer. Mm-hmm. and risk your daughter dying it's hard Sin is hard but like honestly in the moment i don't know whether we'd make that decision or not like, yeah you would probably just not. go by emotions yeah mm-hmm. or also i think you just like i think that i would just go by whoever is closer yeah true 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 well the thing is now you've discussed this so if you ever find yeah. yourself in this situation <laughs> you have less say in oh i didn't even think of that <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, like, teach, make sure that my niece is a really strong swimmer. Yeah, okay, good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure both of them are really strong swimmers, and then hopefully they can save each other in the case that I fail and I drown. (laughs) See, I'm not sure if it's a good thing or a bad thing that we're thinking of these scenarios beforehand. I think, like, kind of a good thing, because then we can remove ourselves from all of the emotions and kind of just think about it without being in our heads about it. But then at the same time, um, I wonder I wonder if our um, perspectives towards this is going to change as we grow up. I feel like it would. And like, obviously, I feel like once you have your own child, then, you know, your whole like life perspective is also going to shift depending on that. 
And I feel like there are also just so many factors that we haven't thought about because life, life is messy. So I definitely think that a lot of people are going to have different answers towards. So if any of you have different opinions on how these situations can be handled, please, we would love to know. You can find us on Instagram at tobehonestpod and please let us know what you think. Let us know if there are any factors that we missed. Let us know if there are any other difficult moral questions that we should discuss in the future. Yes, and as always, thank you so much for your support. It helps us a lot if you rate us on Apple Podcasts and now on Spotify (laughs) or share the podcast with anyone who you think might be interested. So thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next week.